It's nice to have you tune in to your favorite radio talk show, Nasco Moments Radio Show, this morning. It is brought to you by Nasco Group Nigeria. How many times have you washed your hands today? Adolescence is a time of rapid change in young people. This is usually the time they strive to fit in with their peers and aspire to attain independence as well as own an identity. It is at this period that they do not only question rules, values, and beliefs, but join peer groups that suit their interests, age, background, and social status, even if the group is involved in negative activities. In view of the fact that most of these groups exert a lot of influence on their members, it becomes a time for young people to take very vital and critical decisions on their perspectives to life. While some realize the path to success by adopting positive values, others end up as societal miscreants, having been misled by the groups they belong to. On Nasco Moment Show this morning, we have as our guest Pastor Solomon Amao, a theology teacher and faculty member at Joss Equa Theological Seminary. He is a counselor of high repute and a committed family man. He will be sharing his thoughts and valuable insights as we discuss tips and options on how parents and guardians can best engage and assist young people to manage and cope with peer pressure. Don't shift that dial. We'll be back shortly. I'm Hudun Gyan. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby still is shining. <laughs> and now don't fade. How manage? Ah, my sister. Now Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soak? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now. So that I go to shine, shine and sense. Scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Pastor Mao, welcome to the NASCO Moment Show. Thank you so much and thank you for having me here this morning. Okay, can you please shed some light on peer pressure for us and what it entails? Well, I would say that um, peer pressure should be seen as influence uh, from one's own group and sometimes you can see that groups can be based on age sometimes on social issues sometimes on gender sometimes on cultural issues but basically it will be influenced uh, from one's group or a group that one associates with and usually it can be a focus of change mm. it's a powerful tool for change mm. how does uh, peer pressure manifest well um there will be many signs but um usually on the person that is um, suffering the pressure, you likely see uh, changes in attitude. You probably begin to notice uh, changes in value system. Uh, the, 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 the belief systems will begin to change. You see changes in behaviors. Uh, new characterizations will begin to develop. You see, uh, you see a life of imitation. If, if you are an observant parent, you probably see that the child is or the youth is uh, imitating somebody or, or emulating somebody else. Mm. What about the dressing? Does that change too? It will change. You mm. see a lot of changes. Um, uh, dressing, um, mannerism in speeches, um, attitude to discipline. A lot of things will change to show you that the influence is coming from outside. What are some of the factors that make a young person give in to peer pressure? Well, um, 
I think one of the first things we need to keep remembering is that one of the biggest problems will be complex issues. And when I say complex, I'm talking of uh, whether inferiority complex or superiority complex. Either way, it, it can affect, uh, it can allow, it may make a youth become vulnerable to peer pressure. Because you say, you think, okay, it's only those with inferiority complex that will be vulnerable. No, even those with superiority complex and overconfidence, they will be trying to cover something and they have to make up to keep that ego up within the group. So that can be a very big factor. You also see one uh, issue of daring somebody to do something. Um, it, it's a simple issue. Just dare the person to do something and youth respond to that. They don't want to be left behind as fearful. And that's why the key issue we always talk about is um, group approval and group acceptance. So uh, wanting to be part of a group, these are the factors that easily makes uh, youth susceptible to peer pressure. Now, the way we've been going with peer pressure, uh, you think that it's always negative. Is there such a thing as positive peer pressure? Uh, yes, there is something as uh, positive peer pressure. There are, but, um, most people will tell you there are types of peer pressure. There is direct peer pressure, indirect peer pressure, spoken and unspoken, but there's also positive and, and negative. And um, positive will be good peer pressure. Uh, peer pressure can also be both positive and negative because a group will not have all of the values correct. So usually a youth in a group will pick all the values of that group or most of the values of that group, whether good or bad. But the way peer pressure can be good sometimes, uh, uh, you see this commonly among uh, children that have been ostracized by others. Uh, you see a, a child will go and look for another one that has been ostracized like himself or herself. And then they give each other support and, and then they become friends. So if I am hated in the society and you are hated in the society, then you and I can say, okay, how can we support each other? That can be positive peer pressure. That is also a way we are to reach academic excellence in peer, peer groups. There are students, sometimes you see they challenge each other to excel academically. Um, sometimes you see they also motivate each other to do right things like volunteer for charity work, volunteer for services that are good. Uh, it's possible to have very, very good effects from peer pressure. It's just that uh, they tend to be mostly negative from experience. Okay. Uh, we'll just have to explore that some more as we take a break right now. Listener, it's the Nasco Moments radio show. Join us as we continue this interesting conversation. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby still is shining. <laughs> and how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and too? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now. Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now, so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex white detergent, a quality product from Nasco. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex for the brightest wash. You're welcome back. This is the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Our guest today is Pastor Solomon Amau, a theology teacher and faculty member at Just Equa Theological Seminary and a counsellor of high repute. We are looking at tips and options on how parents and guardians can best engage and assist young people to manage and cope with peer pressure. 
Um, now, what specific age group is mostly liable to be under peer pressure? I would say the adolescent age is the most um, susceptible to it. But we have to admit that there is a peer pressure curve. Actually, everybody is under peer pressure. From infancy to old age, all of us feel what a peer would like us to do. But you see why the adolescent may be the most susceptible is because that is the age of definition of life goals, life's purpose. Um, a child of uh, four, five, six may not be asking big questions. Uh, who am I? What am I here to do? On earth? Uh, what am I here for? How do I go about it? What is right and wrong? Those may not be important questions to a child, but by the time um, you see 11, 12, 13, 14 upwards, start asking those questions. And those are the age of defining um, who we are. Those are the age of sexual consciousness. Um, a young girl is aware that she's becoming a woman, a young man, and even if it's your own daughter, suddenly you are the father and then you come back into her room. Those are consciousness, awareness of sexual differences are heightened in that time. That's the age of seeking relationships, seeking affirmations from other people, looking for acceptance. Those are the ages where uh, these are very, very important. But you find out that it's because that's the time to define life and pursue life. Oh. That's the age of definition. Okay. Can you tell our listeners some of the practical ways peers exert their influence on one another? Practical ways will include um, spoken pressure. It is possible for um, a peer to speak to another person and coerce the person to do something. Uh, usually, I, I use the word there. Okay, I dare you to smoke a, st- a stick of cigarette to show that you, you are a man. You are still not a boy. I dare you. That will be spoken. There are also unspoken effects of peer pressure. Um, you just They just ostracize the person they do not like. And that person is fighting to belong and will be the one seeking attention and seeking to be invited to join the group. Um, that can be very, very possible. The one, one, one issue, one story I, I had, true story in our neighborhood not too long ago. Um, and it was surprising that a young man had finished his um, first degree, was uh, in the university for a MA degree. But the pair group he wanted to belong to did not even finish secondary school. They were dropouts. But he wanted to be accepted among them. And you, it would shock you some of the things he was willing to do. Uh, and they were always telling, well, because your father is rich and you are doing MA, you think you are bigger than us. And if you wanted to belong, and you will be surprised some of the things he was willing to do to accept leadership from people whom by now you will think he has. So it's actually very, it can be subtle, it can be direct, it can be bold, it can be many ways, but it's very real. It's interesting to see how someone who ought to know better uh, would really stoop so low because of peer pressure. There is a notion that says lack of reward for hard work and good conduct largely account for why young people yield to negative peer influence. What is your take on this? I think I see value in this, uh, on this statement because truly uh, when we don't reward good work, uh, hard work and good conduct, we sort of alienate people. I've always said this in societies where I have opportunities to talk, that we like catching people doing wrong 
we should also be able to catch people doing right and tell them you are doing the right thing. You, you, most times when we say, I caught him, it's usually, oh, you caught him doing wrong. But the same person has done many, 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 many good things. Did you intentionally catch that person doing right? Did you affirm the person's rightness? Did you commend, um, did, you, did you make good commendations on people doing right? It builds confidence. It builds uh, acceptance. It helps. But if we keep catching people doing wrong every time, they sort of withdraw and become recluses, and then they are open to other influences from outside where they get commendations. So it's a very, I think it's a major thing uh, that I think I agree with this to a large extent. Okay. So basically, if you don't get affirmation from the right place, mm-hmm. you will look for it in the wrong place. Yes. How can a person under peer pressure seek help? We would think the um, best method would be for the person to voice out. But this may be difficult because if there's no communication between youth and parents, and, it's, and communication between youth and parents has always been a big problem in many homes, in many societies, in many societal structures. Voicing out would be the obvious one, but it's not usually the way it's, uh, it comes out. Um, what, want, what parents need to begin to look for are mood changes. You, you studied your child, it's your child, you, you've grown up with you. Whether as a guardian or biological parent, that's not the difference. It doesn't make a difference. But you're beginning to notice mood changes. You're beginning to feel sense of insecurity or sense of uh, false boldness. Most people think that boldness is really a plus. Sometimes it's actually insecurity covered with tyranny. Most times when people are insecure, they make a lot of noise, they become aggressive to cover for insecurities that we are going through. So when we see uh, either direct insecurity or we see false boldness, we need to be able to see it. Sometimes we also need to check for performance uh, um, fluctuations. You notice how your, your world is performing, whether academically, whether in the home due to uh, uh, with, uh, household chores. Is the performance going up? Is it going down? These changes will show you there's need. You also see some begin to seek attention. Um, so you begin to notice signs of attention. Those are, those are ways people cry out for help. It's just that we don't notice. Uh, we're not sensitive to people crying out for help. So we should be more observant. To notice that there's something this person is trying to say, even if the person is not voicing it. Okay, uh, We have to care certainly a lot more. It's the NASCO Moments Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll continue right after this. Brightex White Detergent Brightex Brightex White Detergent Brightex For your brightest wash, Brightex For your brightest wash, Brightex Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans dip stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Glad to be back. This is the NASCO Moment Show on radio. Our conversation today is on tips and options on how parents and guardians can best engage and assist young people to manage and cope with peer pressure. Our guest has been Pastor Solomon Amao, a theology teacher and faculty member 
at Joss Equa Theological Seminary. He is a counselor of high repute and a committed family man. He has been sharing his thoughts and perspectives on the topic. What would you say, what is your assessment of parental responsibility in this present day generation? Uh, sadly, I would say poor and getting worse. Um, I think there are three basic reasons I have tried to look at why it's poor and I say it's getting worse. The first is that there is what I want to call neglect of primary goals or secondary goals. Um, the care of our words are primary goals. But most parents now are looking for money, uh, social status. Look, I, you hear somebody say, oh, I want to go and earn money to make my family live comfortable. Um, the shocking part is that some of our children, they would rather want their parents to be at home and feeding them with bread and water than not to be around but sending money for pizza and, and, and all, the, all the good things to eat. The presence makes a difference. The second issue I want to talk about is failure to allow youth to live their lives. And most parents want their children to be an extension of their own lives. So we are forcing issues. So we, we, we want to live the remnant of our lives, the failures of our lives, the things we could not achieve. We want our children to live it out. So we don't really study the child for who God created the child to be. And we are trying to define an identity, leftover extension of our own identities for our children. The third one is also very key, is failure to study their world. Unfortunately, we always talk about three generations. We say, in the days of our fathers and in our own age, those were the good old days. And you are not behaving like that. Listen, they were not born then, so they don't know. You, you and I are the ones who have the privilege of seeing our parents' age, our own age, and their own age. And unless we can give them a picture and a vision, we can cast a vision of what those days are and where to us, and cast it into their hearts. They were not alive then. They were not born then, so they don't know it. So to say, no, you are not, you don't know those days. Of course they don't. They were not born then. So we have to work with them better than we are doing. We can't expect them to know our world because they don't know it. We must know their world. Mm -hmm. Okay. As well, uh, tell them stories, history of our world so that they can have some kind of understanding of it, of where we're coming from. Mm -hmm. Can you give the listener possible tips and options that parents and guardians can best engage and assist young people to manage and cope with peer pressure? Okay, I will list some that I have here that we need to study uh, the youth. We need to study the pressure curve when uh, when the mood swings that they will go to. It's all about observation. You use one word the other time. Observe, observe, observe. No, take note of every slight change. Ask questions. We need to steer uh, uh, the youth to good peer groups. We Interestingly, all of the lives that children have at the beginning, we, we dictate them, the kind of schools they go to, the kind of structures they mix with, the kind of society, we determine those at the beginning. It's when they become slightly independent that they begin to choose. But if we are steer them consciously towards making right decisions, it will help them when they have to choose for themselves. We need to give focus in life. We need to help them make individual decision decisions to be to be able to take decisions for themselves to be able to be in a group that the value system they are seeing does not agree with their their, 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 their own and to be able to say no to wrong influence but it has to be from home that they develop such 
confidence. We need to nurture self-actualization uh, in, in the youth that we come across. Self-actualization, study them. All of us, there are dreams we have. But by the time you've lived with a youth for four, five, five years, six years, you, you kind of have an idea of the giftings of the youth. And you can stare with uh, advice. One, one, one issue I, I would like to chip in. I know a family. The young man just said to the parents that he wanted to learn music. Uh, they didn't say, no, music is bad. No. So the father started studying music. Started reading books about music, studying about music. Then the father sat the child, son down and started discussing genres of music with him. And then uh, he said, oh, is that music is that difficult? I thought it's very easy. That's why I wanted... He was more interested in the glamour. He didn't know music can be. So sometimes, you, before a person will settle on their career, probably have changed five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. So study through those mood change. Guide them with knowledge rather than cause rebellion by rejecting them. Um, protect them from complex. Don't allow them to develop. Most of our children that develop inferiority complex is probably our fault. Those that develop superiority complex is also the way we train them. And this damage their personality that they become open to such things. We need to be there we need to be physically present. We need to be honest. Uh, sometimes you see parents tell, oh, when I was a child, we didn't do all... It's a lie. Most of us <laughs> also did exactly many of the things they are doing. All parents will say they were first in they, their class. They were not. <laughs> we were not. We were not. They were, you can't have... You can't be 30 in a class and have everybody get first. We were not all getting first. So we need to be honest with them. We need to be honest with them. And these are key things. We also need to avoid uh, making them psychological orphans. This is a big issue. The parents are alive. So you say, no, they are no orphans. Their parents are alive, but they don't get advice. They don't get direction. They don't get instructions. They are psychological orphans. Psychologically, they don't have parents. Physically, um, in terms of materials and food, they have parents. But psychologically, some youths are psychological orphans. That's sad. All right, what are your final words uh, for parents and young people on this discussion? As much as um, peer pressure is real and very, very uh, uh, a big factor in, uh, in changing people's personality, um, parents and guidance need to develop and, and emphasize two other areas of pressure I want to talk about. I want to talk about what I call mentoring pressure and tutoring pleasure, pressure. Let me explain briefly. Uh, typically, every person should have three levels of relationship. You should relate to those ahead of you, maybe by age, by social status. Those should be your mentors. Then you relate to your peers. And that's where the peer pressure comes from. You also relate to those you are older than. Those are those you should tutor. We should emphasize and balance peer pressure with mentoring pressure which is part of what we have been discussing. All of the things we've discussed so far will come from the aspect of mentoring pressure. Can we also help youth to have tutoring pressure where younger ones, whether biological or those around, they are helping to pass value to. So it gives them a sense of responsibility. They are learning, but they are also teaching. They, you, they will balance out with peer pressure. What happens right now is that most youth only feel peer pressure. They don't feel mentoring pressure and they don't feel tutoring pressure because they are not responsible to anybody. They 
accountable to anybody. They, they just get they just get away with anything. These pressures, we have to emphasize these other two pressures, sources of pressure, to balance our peer pressure. If we allow peer pressure alone to dominate youths. All right. And it's been an interesting discussion so far this morning with Pastor Solomon Amaro. Together we have explored tips and options on how parents and guardians can best engage and assist young people to manage and cope with peer pressure. Hopefully uh, the answers shared here will benefit you all. Thank you very much for your time today. You're welcome. We have to end the show here. Follow uh, NASCO Moments on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO Group or follow on Twitter. The handle is at NASCO Group. You are welcome to freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. The NASCO Moments trivia question this week is, what behavioral theory states that humans take in information from their environment through their senses process the data mentally by organizing, manipulating, and remembering and relating it to information they have already stored. Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777, including your name and location. We asked you last week to tell us what the first world sign language was, who created it, and what led to its creation. The answer is old French sign language which was created by Charles Michel de Lep. Its creation was because of two deaf sisters who couldn't communicate. On that note, we'd like to announce our winners as Idris Liki from Abattoir and Omolara Oyetunde from Bukuru Locos. Congratulations! You'll be contacted and told how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Pam, Harun Audu, and Malau Silvanus, Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus, and Deborah Galadima. I'm Hudun Gang, inviting you to join us again next week for another interesting package. Do wash your hands always and stay safe.